We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Christina. Christina is an online educator, super awesome person that I have the absolute honor of getting to work with this year, and somebody who's agreed to share a little bit of her time and her story and sit down with me. So Christina, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I'm sorry we didn't get to do this in person, but we're figuring out the tech thing and then <laughs> <laughs> you get to be my it. you get to be my first uh, virtual interview out of everybody. Wow. So hopefully uh, we get work work out all the kinks and we'll figure it out from there. So I have a list of questions I work through with all of my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your story, uh, your perspective, and who you are. There's no wrong answers because it's you. So take your time, answer as you feel comfortable and as you feel led. But we'll jump right in. Perfect. So the first one is, who would you define yourself as? I feel like this is going to be one of those things where afterward I'm like, oh, shoot, I should have said something better than that. But okay, I think who I would define myself as overall is an entrepreneur. Obviously, you know, in business, that's pretty self-explanatory. But I also think in like the way that I, you know, live my personal life and in my relationships and in my relationship with myself, I'm always looking for new ways to do things and just new ways to optimize kind of everything in my life and make everything work better and um, do things a little bit differently. So yeah, I would say entrepreneur. And that's so true for yeah. you. You are, you're such a, you are such an entrepreneur and, and just growing and constantly um, growing your business and sharing that knowledge with other women. I think that's very on par for who you are. Yes. Yeah. I joke all the time that I'm a bit of an entrepreneurial nightmare. Like I'll, I'll come up with <laughs> ideas at like 3am and then like by 5am, like the whole business plan is written and like, it's just, you know, it's just a part of who I am. So, yeah. It's the best way to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one's a little easier. So what is your favorite food? Maybe I'll do two answers. The first answer is going to be like my favorite food if I don't care that I'm going to have a stomach ache for like 10 hours. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'll do my favorite food like that I feel good. Okay, favorite food with stomach ache would definitely be just like a giant pound of spaghetti with like some garlic, tomato sauce, Parmesan, like that. Yeah, that's the best, but it will put me out for multiple days. Um, And then I think overall healthy food. This is kind of a lame answer, but there's like a really good salad at Sweetgreen, like a green goddess salad. That's such a dumb answer, but we're going to go with that. (laughs) No, I like it. That's fair. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's like, oh, am I eating whatever I want without consequence or am I eating what makes me feel better? (laughs) Exactly. Is this like right before death row meal or like... Hopefully nothing we ever have to think about or worry about. Yes. Are you uh, are you reading anything? Yes, I'm reading a book um, called What Happened to You. It's by I forget the the author's name, but it's like kind of co-wrote between him and Oprah. And it's a book kind of about trauma. And it basically kind of looks at the question of like shifting the question from what's wrong with you to what happened to you. So kind of looking at things that happened in your childhood or throughout your life that maybe have created um, unsavory, you know, personality traits or, you know, addiction, whatever it is in your life. Um, so that book has been really good. And I think for anybody, there's a book called um, 
The Body Keeps the Score. That's also about trauma. That's like a, a more popular book. Um, and anybody who's read that book would definitely love this one. So I'm very into like psychology and like neuroscience books these days. <laughs> definitely enjoy those myself. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm adding that to the list for sure. Very good. Yeah. I'm sure you have a long list. <laughs> it's, it's a very long list. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep going. yeah. Well, what would you say is your greatest fear? Uh, greatest fear definitely is probably losing anyone that I love, like whether it's like a best friend or family member, that would probably be number one. Nothing we ever want to have to. What would you say that you value the most? I would say like the people that are closest to me, people that I love kind of going off the last question, but also, Mm -hmm. um, more on a selfish level, probably like my time and my freedom, Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like time is like the number one most important thing to me. So whether it's like how I structure my business or my life or things that I outsource or things that I do, I'm always looking to like take back more of my time um, and make sure that like, yeah, I'm really optimizing the time that I do have. Yeah, probably my time and my freedom. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I don't think you're, it's not an uncommon response when people are like, that's the thing yeah. you can't get back. Yeah. You can't get it back. Yeah, exactly. You can't get it back. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. When was the last time you felt joy? Like, this is kind of a lame answer, but I feel like <laughs> ever since I stopped drinking alcohol, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point in this interview, um, every day is kind of a, a joyous day. So this morning, like when I go through like my normal morning routine of like my journaling, reading the daily stoic, making my coffee, going on a walk, like that is such a joyous practice that I look forward to every day. So creating those like morning and nighttime routines that just like either prepare me for the day and get me ready mentally and ground me um, or wind down for the day. Routines just make me feel joy in general. Um, I think if I can think of something more exciting. Oh, that is, and I'll let you think, but yeah, while you're thinking that is something that's not joy in every day, yeah. joy in a routine, joy in like the acceptance of like being mm-hmm. okay with who you are and what you have. Yeah. And I think that's the goal, right? Like just not needing to rely on some big event to create happiness in your life and just finding that in your your everyday routine. Yeah, absolutely. When was the last time you were afraid and why? Okay, well, I'm single as of September. So I'm just now recently getting back into dating. And that has been like the most terrifying thing ever, (laughs) ever, ever, (laughs) ever. Because I mean, I was in a long-term relationship and I really never went through a phase of dating because I've been with him since college. So this is like the first time when I'm I'm dating people and meeting people and also having to do it sober is like a totally like <laughs> new and different thing. And it's terrifying. I don't know anything about dating. I'm like, when do I tell people certain things? Like is this okay to talk about on the first date? Yeah. Like what am I wearing? Is that okay? Uh, does he want to go on a second date? Like that whole thing is, is terrifying to me. Um, and I think the why is just, I mean, it's so vulnerable going on dates, you know, it always brings up like your deepest fears about yourself and just doing something new in general is always scary, but I've like had to push myself to, to do it and it's been rewarding and it's been easier and met some cool people. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't envy you in that position. No. Anyone who has to deal with the dating pool, I don't know what happened in the world. Nope. But I feel like people as a whole lost. Some of us have improved. Uh, but some yeah. of us have also just been like unable to communicate. <laughs> so. Yeah, totally. I feel like it went like one, one or two ways. <laughs> like, 
so extreme right now. And then you had like COVID yeah. where it's like, oh, we're not, we're not supposed to talk to people. So it's like, okay, now what are we doing? Oh, you want yeah. me to socialize again? And you want me to meet somebody? Like what? What am I supposed to be doing with my life right now? <laughs> exactly. So exactly. Awkward. It's like a whole new world. That was one of the things when I was like in my previous relationship, I would think I'm like, do I want to break up with him? Do I not want to break up with him? And one of the things that like <laughs> kept me there was like the thought of dating because mm-hmm. it's, ugh, it's horrible, but we'll, well, we'll get good there. For you. Good for you and good for both of you for being able to be like, okay ready to take that horrible yeah. step and, and do what's yeah. best for us. Definitely. Yeah. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I think the one I'm going to go for is probably just like getting sober from alcohol. That entire experience with, um, I don't know the words to say with it, you know, because there's certain terms that are very stigmatizing and, you know, I'll just say alcohol use disorder. I think that's a word settling on nowadays. Um, that taught me a lot about myself and like completely changed who I am and like the trajectory of my life. I, I've been sober since last April. So almost a year now, which is insane. Um, thank you. But I remember back then I thought it was just about the alcohol. Like I thought, Oh, I'm just going to not drink. Like I'm just that, that's all I need to do is just give up alcohol and nothing else is going to change. And what I didn't realize is that recovery is about like, it is so little about the alcohol and it forces you like successful recovery forces you to go back and look at all of the things in your life that you were using alcohol to numb and that you've been ignoring for 29 years and go back and look at those things and, and dig open the wounds and heal them. So that way you don't need a substance like alcohol um, in order to live your life. That's been like an insane process, but it's completely changed me in terms of like my confidence, my relationship with myself, my level of self-awareness, my relationship to other people, you know, my coping skills, the whole thing has, it's like, it's hard. It's, there's so much to say, you know, I can talk about it for like literally 15 hours, but um, it's been an incredibly profound, very, very difficult, but the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. So that definitely. Thank you for sharing that. And I know you share pretty openly on social media or have as far as your experience Mm -hmm. with that and have for the sake of others as well, care to say like if somebody else is going through that journey, if there's somebody else is unsure if they need to begin that journey and what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So I just want to thank you for that too, just for sharing and caring for others in that way. Um, Is there anything else on that that you want to share as far as that experience goes or or what made you aware of that? Or um, say maybe share um, maybe three positive things that have really come into your life as a result of that. Oh yeah, totally. First positive thing would overall be my relationship with my thoughts. You know, it's so interesting because I really believed up until I got sober probably like six months ago that like every thought that I had was true mm-hmm. <laughs> and and wasn't based on like assumptions about myself, assumptions about the world. And like, I, I just kind of took everything that I thought at face value and never questioned anything. So for example... Um, one, one instance that sticks out to me was, uh, probably about like two months into my, no, 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 like four months or something into my sobriety. I was at a restaurant and I walked to the restroom and there was like this group of girls that were kind of looking at me. Like some of them were looking over at me and immediately my thought is, well, it's because I look ugly. I look fat. That's why they're Mm -hmm. looking at me. That was my media thought. And that's like what the truth was for me. Right. And then later on, I realized, well, if my belief about myself is that I am those things, then I interpret all information around me 
as verifying that that is true. So what if I had a different belief? And so, so through sobriety, I have improved my confidence so much um, just in terms of what I'm capable of, like physically, you know, allowing myself to be fully who I am in every room. So now I have a different thought or I can even, if I, if I have thoughts like that, I can question them and be like, well, is that really based in reality? Like that's not true. So that's the first thing is just like questioning my thoughts is it has been huge. Um, secondly, I've healed a lot of my relationships with men. Um, I've always men, I think have been <laughs> a large source of a lot of my, my issues in the past and just understanding why I am attracted to the men that I've been attracted to and where that comes from. Um, and understanding that in order for me to have a healthy relationship, I need to do things differently. I need to look for different things, realizing about myself that I'm more of an anxious attacher also. So kind of just understanding a little bit more about myself relationally and then healing aspects of myself in order to seek out better people. That's the second thing. Thirdly is I just feel and I look a lot better. <laughs> like I wake up at 7am, I have my routines. Um, I go to bed earlier. Like I work out every day. I journal, I meditate. My skin's better. Like everything. Yeah. Everything physically and mentally is just so much more clear. And I think I'm just... Overall, it's like I'm the person that I've always wanted to be, but I couldn't be because of alcohol. And I didn't, it took me a very, very long time to realize that alcohol was the thing that was holding me back. I always thought, oh, it's that I don't make enough money. Oh, it's because I'm not with a, another guy. Oh, it's because my you know business isn't to X point yet, or it's because um, I'm not skinny enough, or I don't live in this place or whatever it is. It's all these external things, right? And, and going through this process was realizing that it all is internal and alcohol had to go <laughs> so yeah yeah no I think it's so, it's so common that you hear like alcohol accentuates your personality and it's like but what you said in there was it actually holds you back from being the person you were meant to be yeah. um, and I know I shared with you before that I walked through sobriety with my husband as well as as he went through that battle and that struggle and so I know mm -hmm. what that is personally to, to see that and, and the reward of being able to mm -hmm. see that person be able to be themselves and uh, it is it's, it's huge to just be able to, to have that freedom in your life and to realize like you're saying your thoughts mm -hmm. that like what you're telling yourself is not true and who you Absolutely. are is so much more than than what you you've told yourself you need to rely on and you are you are a, yeah. a beautiful yeah. woman inside and out and uh yes all those tr truths that need to be heard and all those lies that you are allowing yourself to believe i'm so glad they're not a part of your of your yeah. world anymore yeah. so yeah congratulations and thank you so thank much you. for this your your vulnerability and sharing that and your courage to yeah. to care for others as they as they hear that and, and think about that and maybe process that mm -hmm. with their own life. Yeah. Yeah, there's course, that, that that joke where it's like nobody asks you why you don't like other things or why you're not doing this. Yeah. It's like if you're not having a drink, they're like, Why? What's wrong? And it's like what, yeah, what wrong? happened? <laughs> I know. And it's so funny because like, I used to be one of those people that's like, why aren't you drinking? And it, I realized looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like the biggest projection ever of my own problems. <laughs> so like whenever anyone like has that kind of mentality, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's probably coming for you eventually, sobriety. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, there is a healthy relationship to have with certain things. And when you realize that some of us uh, maybe need less of it or none of it in our life, that's totally yeah. fine. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. 
everybody's different. It's it's amazing what we can do when we are okay. Yes. I'll be you. You be you, and we can have fun together. <laughs> I'll be good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it will just be fine. <laughs> so um, we've known each other for a little bit, but not too too long. But what is something you think you and I have in common? I think something we have in common, and I feel like I learned this more about you from our time in Miami rather than like in the Slack channel, you know, for my master. <laughs> but I feel like we both are not afraid to have hard conversations and we're not, this is maybe assuming something about you, but I'm just going to go for it. I think we're both not afraid to have hard conversations and we both maybe don't love like small talk. I kind of get the impression from you that like you want to go deeper with people that you meet, not just like, where are you from? Like, <laughs> what do you like to do in your free time? Like you want to have the harder, deeper conversations. So I think that. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's an honor for sure to share that. Okay, with you. And yes, oh, definitely. I'm, I love that. That's, it's always funny to me to ask this question because it's always like, what is your first impression or what is your quick impression? But also yeah. a chance for somebody to be like, oh, this is something I value in myself, but like able to see it in somebody else as well. And so totally. Yeah. yeah. But and that's why I think yeah. I struggle on dates for sure. Cause I'm like, I don't care about <laughs> any of this small talk. Like, tell me about your trauma. <laughs> Most guys are like, hmm. uh-huh. okay. okay. But honestly, that'll save you like so much time. Just sit down and be like, listen, months. here's my first three questions. Months of dating. Yeah. <laughs> tell me your trauma. Tell me what you learned. Tell me about your patterns. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just and when they sit down, they go, okay, you're like done. You're the one. We're getting a second yeah. date. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It makes things for go sure. faster. Well, we're, life's too short and we're all just getting a little too old to waste our time totally 100 percent. yep definitely what is something you are looking forward to right now i'm going to guatemala on thursday so i'm really excited to go on vacation um i'm taking like a true week off normally when i travel i'm like still working you know so um taking a true week off which i'm very excited about um but i think in general i'm just excited about the future i feel like the last year has closed so many doors that like needed to be closed you know like my past self door was really closed in sobriety and my past relationship was closed and so now i feel like i have so many different like directions that i can go in and opportunities that i can pursue now in terms of those things so just the future in general i love that it is it's like okay Let's just keep going. And and true vacation. Yeah. Good. Enjoy that. You deserve it. I know you work yeah, very hard so for everybody who looks at social media and is like, Do you really have a job? Like you work so hard. <laughs> <It's been laughs> <a lot. laughs> for anyone who's not seeing her face right now, she's like, Oh my, yes. <laughs> she does. You work yeah. very, very hard. One yeah. of the hardest working people that I know. <laughs> so, very you. much so. Um, what would you say makes you feel known and valued? Whenever someone like messages me about something that I taught or said or did that changed their life in a positive way, um, whether it is anything related to like online business or social media, but I think more importantly right now, it would be any time that I've ever shared about my struggles with alcohol. I've had so many people message me and say that my journey inspired them to like take a closer look or oh my gosh since you posted what you said i'm now 30 days sober um or like i realized that or i feel less alone anything like that makes me feel really valued um just because sharing about things like that is i mean addiction in general is just probably one of the most stigmatized topics 
in society today. I think it is getting better because more people are talking about it, but it's a terrifying thing to talk about and to, you know, admit that you have struggled with. So just to have an impact in some way on other people's lives in a, in a positive um, capacity has been incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's awesome to know that our life is making an impact. And we're like, okay, like, there's so much mm-hmm. value in being like, what I've been through is worthwhile. It's, it's exactly somebody else It's helping somebody else. It's not just exactly. like, oh, I went through this. And for what? Exactly. So, yeah exactly it's one thing to see like the positive impact on yourself but for other people that's like a whole new thing Mm -hmm. yeah it feels like it almost brings like meaning to it It, not that there's not meaning for ourselves but it does totally brings a deeper sense of meaning yeah absolutely i know i feel that with my own things where it's like did i really need to go through that and then you realize there's somebody that comes into your life and you're like okay yeah i did yeah yeah where do you call home and what makes it home to you i call new york city home uh i've lived here for seven years so i think i'm a true new yorker at this point <clears throat> maybe i don't know when that line is um but i think what makes it home for me is i think it's just the feeling when i come back here like new york is so electric and dynamic and energizing but also very grounding for me in a way i bought a place here last year and that feeling has been incredible because it's like a place that i can really make my own and like paint and do wallpaper and do lighting and just create like a safe haven i'm definitely someone that's very very heavily influenced by my environment so um just having a place that like feels calming and feels like bright and clean and energizing has been really important for me that's awesome yeah congrats on your place it's beautiful from what you shared so much so fun i know there is something about being like oh this is mine i can it's totally different feeling (laughs) yeah exactly like i don't need to buy crappy furniture that's gonna have to change in like a year because it'll be a totally different space and i go to my next rental Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been yeah, amazing. Definitely. What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? Okay. I feel like the easy answer would be like, I wish that I could be a normal drinker. Like I wish that I didn't struggle with alcohol stuff, but I actually don't know sort of what we were kind of talking about. I don't know if there's anything that I wish that I didn't struggle with because I feel like every single struggle that I've had, and I'm sure you feel the same way about your struggles has led you to like the most incredible people able to have the the best impact and where you are in your life right now, which for me, I wouldn't change. And I also think that like specifically with alcohol addiction, there's things that make me a very good entrepreneur um, that also made me really good at getting like addicted to a substance, which is like, you know, the risk taking the all or nothing mentality. Um, you know, I think leadership a lot of, in a lot of ways, some, sometimes some of those traits can cross over resourcefulness, all the, all these different traits that have made me a good entrepreneur and a good business leader, um, are the same traits that can sometimes work against me. (laughs) So it's kind of like they're, they're inextricable to each other. So in that sense, I think my overall answer is like, I'm very grateful now for all of my struggles and there's kind of nothing is the answer. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with that. It is. It's like, okay, yes, these are things I maybe aren't positives, but when you tap into the strength of them and you tap into the positive end of it, like what you can do with that, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. because I have this in my personality, it also makes me highly effective. It also makes me highly driven. It also makes me super focused. Those are really good things. Like I feel like we're often given really good qualities, but are like mm-hmm. fear or whatever can yeah. drive us yeah. to use them in an unhealthy way. And when we can hone exactly. them back in, it's like, okay. Yeah. 
now we're just on top of the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I feel like all traits can have a positive or negative kind of connotation just depending on how you use them. So absolutely. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> what is something you're confident in helping someone else through or with? Um, I would say on like the business end, definitely like, you know, online branding, social media growth, audience growth, content creation, making money online, brand collaborations, (laughs) creating an online course, like all the business related stuff for sure. Um, Yeah. And then I would say I'm probably pretty confident helping someone with like, you know, the the things that helped me in sobriety. Um, Pretty confident helping people with like interior design, (laughs) recommending a good book. but you know i think the the main thing is probably online business yeah 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 and you do run quite uh you know you use the word empire it is quite an empire that you run online and it's it's awesome so i think that's yeah thank you definitely something if you're looking into that or or curious what that means like check her out so yeah definitely link all that for you guys (laughs) yeah all right so it's not a large amount of money, but it's always one that's a little fun to see what people do with. But if we were to give you $10,000 and you need to spend it down to zero within two weeks, what are you doing with it? Definitely going on vacation somewhere. <laughs> I probably go to St. Bart's. <laughs> I really want to go to St. Bart's right now. So I probably go to St. Bart's <laughs> and like bring a friend. I feel like 10K, six or seven nights plus food. We're flying first class because I got 10K. So (laughs) I'm doing first class tickets for myself and a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go to St. Bart's and blow it all at some nice hotel. That's awesome. Sounds perfect. (laughs) Is there anything you wish you could say to someone you love, but maybe they aren't in a place in their life where they would hear it or receive it well? I think in general, probably would just tell people that I love that I love them. I, this is interesting because my, my, uh, what's it called? Um, love language is words of affirmation. Like I love receiving words of affirmation, but I'm horrible at giving words of affirmation. (laughs) So oftentimes it's difficult for me to express affection for other people. Don't know why, you know, maybe that's the next therapy session, but, um, (laughs) but it would probably be that. Yeah. Um, on the other end of that, is there anything that would be hard to hear that's true about you from somebody you love? Hard to hear that's true about me? Mm-hmm. Or hard to hear about you from somebody? Ooh. Hmm. I think in general, like when someone tells me that they're disappointed in me for any reason, that's always really hard. Yeah, so probably that is that a common one? I, I would say it's, I would I would I don't know that it's common, but I would say that I would resonate with that. Yeah, you know? like for some reason, like I'm disappointed in you hits like real hard. <laughs> Especially depending um, on the story. But yeah, if it's coming from somebody that means something to you, you're just like someone that you love hearing that is really hard because I feel like if someone says that to you, you have potentially like hurt them in some way, or you have violated like, or gone against your own character, which I think on a deeper level, I always try to be very like in integrity with things that I do. So that would, that would hurt. Cause I'd be like, Oh my God, yeah. what do I do? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hear that one a lot for sure. As in myself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What would you say makes you feel at peace? I think I probably like in my day-to-day life feel the most at peace just at home with my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With like good food and and tea. Um, Also being like 
at the beach. It makes me feel very at peace. And Ko is a cutie, so you have you yeah. have that little. He's the best. And, yeah, him and a cup of tea sounds quite peaceful. It's the best night ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you say your life feels steady or uncertain right now? I would say it feels steady. I would say it feels steady overall in terms of my relationships with friends and family and, you know, my business and things that I'm doing. I would say it feels uncertain in all of the exciting and okay ways, you know, like not uncertain in a bad way. Like there's just certain yeah. things like finding another, a new guy, <laughs> like dating around, <laughs> who's that person going to be like, what does that whole thing look like? That's very uncertain, but it's in an exciting way, not in a, I need love right now. I need, you know, a relationship right now kind of way. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So this next one is always kind of a little fun, a little bit of loaded question. I'm but, scared. No, you're good. Don't be scared. <laughs> All right. Is there anything that you would say to the opposite sex if they would hear it? So maybe something they wouldn't hear coming from you culturally because of you being a woman, but something you wish men would hear um, oh. and that they would absorb well. She's like, oh, good. It's not personal. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I think that I would tell them, this is actually relationship advice that I had read a while ago on Instagram that I think every single man needs to hear that whenever a girl, whether it's your girlfriend mother, friend, whatever, wants to vent to you about something, you need to ask her, are you looking for a solution? Or do you just want me to listen? (laughs) Because I feel like men's men's automatic response to hearing about a problem that a woman is going through is like to try to come up with a solution. It's like solve, solve, solve. But I feel like most of the time, I just need someone to listen to what I'm going through. And that, at least in my last relationship, created a lot of issues. So yeah, I've heard that from a lot of women that they struggle with that as well. So I wish that all men knew that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, listen up. Listen up and listen. (laughs) Yeah, that is one. It's like, it's such a, a, it can be taken as such a good quality often that there's like a desire to help and a desire to care and and solve and fix something. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we just want support. We just often want somebody to be there and listen. And, uh, exactly yeah and i think so often it's like oh well that's what your girlfriends are for and it's like no that's what humans are for and so exactly i just want to be understood by someone you know (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's great if we could stop genderizing certain like relationship qualities in humanity no we can we can all have those that's good so thank you absolutely absolutely i hope everybody hears that one (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) So it's not uncommon for you to have a platform to speak to a large audience or to have a lot of people listening to you. But if you were to have a large audience or if you were to leave people in the world with a bit of advice or something that you'd want them to learn or life less, what would you share with them? I would probably say that we all as humans have something that we want to do in life, whether it's like start a business or get a dog or end a relationship or do something that's new that we think about all the time, but that we're letting fear hold us back from. And I would say that what I've learned through the last year, just in my personal struggles and also um, in growing my business is that it's helpful to reinterpret fear as a green light and not a red light because 
what is happening, not, not in all situations. <laughs> I think people can like, you know, figure out like what that wouldn't apply to, but <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes, I mean, our brain is just, our brain keeps us safe. So whenever we're thinking about like starting a new business, for example, our brain is going to go into automatic fear mode because, oh my gosh, there's all of this unknown. What are you doing? I need to keep you safe where you are right now. That's literally its purpose is to keep you alive. So thinking about that response as that doesn't mean that I shouldn't do this thing. It just means that it's new and exciting and to reinterpret it that way and to just take a step towards where you want to go and do it. I feel like fear holds people back from so much in life, fear and uncertainty. And I mean, they're, they're the saying that like the best things in life are on the other side of fear is so cliche, but it's so true. And that's probably what I would say. I think that's awesome. And I think that's some really valuable advice that people can hear. And I love that it pulls from experiences and other people you've learned from and just those the best things in life are often on the other side of fear very much so and uh, i like that it's as a green light and not a red light in most yeah. reasonable situations don't go yes. running off of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah none of that yeah. do you feel like you know what your purpose in life is yeah i think my purpose in life is to lift others up with the knowledge and experience that i have um, whether that's anything from online business to sobriety to, you know, I don't know, relationship advice, whatever I have that I've gone through based on my experiences, I have always had the perspective that if you have more, you know, whether it's financial resources, knowledge, connection, um, the gift of where you were born, if you have more of anything, it's your innate responsibility as a human being to share that with other people to a certain extent and however that looks for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've always had that perspective. And so I don't, I don't, um, it's often, it's like that, that saying or that quote that says, if you've been blessed with a lot, build a longer table, not a higher fence. And exactly. Yeah. I love that quote. It's a good life purpose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I know you have a couple, but do you have a favorite tattoo and why? Yeah. Do uh, my recent tattoo. I have acceptance in Arabic tattooed on my wrist. And that's my favorite tattoo because it's just a reminder for me. I've always been a very fight, fight, fight for what I want kind of person. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of my discomfort in life has come from acknowledging that there's certain things that I can't fight and there's certain things I can't solve, whatever that might look like. Um, and there's sometimes when you just need to lean back and be like, this is just the way it is. And the universe has got my back and I'm not going to fight this. I'm just going to accept what is true and that I can't change these things. Uh, so it's a reminder to myself to, it's the serenity prayer, right? Like <laughs> figure out what I can and can't change and have the strength to, you know, change the things that I can. So yeah, acceptance. Yeah. I love that. And it is, it's beautiful. It's very, very delicate and well, very small. Yeah. I love it. What is something that you've accomplished that you are really proud of? I think probably the easy answer would be like my business. I'm very, very proud of the business that I've built. Um, and that I've been able to just build an incredible team of women that are all very aligned and focused on a similar mission, a similar goal that I've been able to work with such incredible people like yourself. 
and that I've been able to have a massive impact without sacrificing who I am and my own kind of morals. I feel like a lot of the times when people scale businesses, some of that just kind of goes out the window. Um, and I'm very happy that that has not been something that I've allowed myself to do. And then on a personal level, I'm very, very proud of my sobriety. That's like, I think that's just number one thing in my life overall. Without that, nothing else <laughs> is happening. So um, my sobriety is probably the thing that I'm most proud of. Both two things that you should be very proud of and two things that you've worked really hard at and uh, take a lot of courage and a lot of vulnerability to allow you to be who you are meant to be. So mm-hmm. I think yeah, awesome. thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Is there anything you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? I don't know if there's anything else that comes to mind, but I will say like, I know we talked a lot about um, alcohol and recovery and stuff on this podcast. So if there's anyone listening that feels like they're struggling with their relationship with alcohol, I'm always an open ear or open DM, I should say. I've (laughs) taken so many women's phone numbers that have been struggling and that are on like 30 days, 60 days, four days sober at this point and are just like, you know, checking in with me and asking for resources and favorite books and podcasts and things that helped me through um, the beginning of it. So um, if you feel like you're struggling, you are not alone. It does get better. Um, And I'm here for you if you ever want to reach out. I know you mean that so genuinely and so sincerely. I know you have. So yeah, if you are somebody who's just listening and going, Maybe I'll think about that a little bit more, or maybe I'd like to learn more about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Christina is one who very much wants to share that that gift of that she's been able to give herself back and to share it with you as well. So, and if you are somebody who's walking along somebody else, alongside somebody else that is going through that, um, yeah, reach out uh, either to her or to myself. Um, yeah, we were meant to support each other as humans and yeah. to listen and to, to be present for each other. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Christina, so, I just want to thank you so much for your time, for sitting down with me, for sharing just a bit of who you are and uh, what makes you the incredible woman that you are and your story with others and just, just taking the time to chat with me. Uh, I really yeah, appreciate it so much. No, thank you so much for having me on. This has been really fun, even though I struggled with some of the questions. (laughs) I know, I really push everybody. They're like, you are not easy. And I'm like, no, we really make you open up. (laughs) Yeah, oh my God, my brain is like, ah, running all cylinders. I'm going to throw a dog and a cup of tea now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Back into my happy place, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.